don't think it's a truck at all. I think we just found a transformer. This is Optimus Primer Button, leader of the auto part junkies. And I'm calling on all auto parts junkies to listen to Nostalgic Radio and Cars every Tuesday at 7 p.m. here on Tantalk. This is Optimus Primer Button. If you don't tune in, it will be the end of the world. You're listening to the Tantalk Radio Network. Hey, this is Ted Nugent. Hi, this is Jay Leno. Hi, everybody. This is David Hobbs. Hi, this is Bob Marshall. Hi, I'm Barry McGuire. Hey, this is Danny the Count Coker. Hey, this is comedian, author, and most importantly, vintage race car driver, Adam Carolla. Hi, this is Shirley Cha-Cha Muldowney. Hi, this is Robert Yates. Hey, this is Lou Santiago. I'm John Forrest. Hey, this is Jack Roush. Hello, Florida. I'm Ken Squire. Hi, this is Etzel Ford. Hi, I'm Corky Coker. Hey, this is Dennis Gage. Hi, this is Sam Amolo. Hi, this is Janet. Guthrie. Hi, I'm Bruce Cohn. Hi, I'm Bob Lutz. Hi, this is Dave McClellan. Hey, this is Tammy Edelbrock. Hi, this is Norm Gravowski. Hey, I'm Dave Despain. Hey, this is Wayne Carini. This is Bill Warner. Hey, I'm Steve Bignanti. This is Kevin Bird. This is Arlen Ness. This is Ed Justice Jr. Hi, I'm Casey Jones. Hi, I'm Paul Kelly. I'm Richard Hutchins. Hi, this is Danny Sullivan. Hi, I'm Bob Vondra. Hey, everybody, it's Tim Strange. This is Daryl Starbird. Hi, this is Fort Hickok. Hi, this is Ed Eskandarian here. This is Robin Miller. Hey, Sports fans, this is Peter Brock here. And you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends Corey, Jed, and Kurt at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. This is Robert from Nostalgic Video and Cars, here to tell you about Belladora's Pizza and Pasta, where the food is fresh, the sauce homemade, and the price is fantastic. They offer Chicago-style stuffed crust pizza, New York-style pizza, calzones, strombolis, pasta entrees, beer one, and great desserts. They even make their bread fresh daily. Hey, they offer catering, and any order over 10 bucks, free delivery. So give them a call at 727-581-5000. Place your order now. They're located at 131 Clearwater Largo Road, near downtown Largo. Or visit their website, belladorspizza.com. Units, code 503, stolen vehicle, 89, Volkswagen Rabbit, white. Come here! Go, 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 go! Grab their guns! Do it now! Kick them over to me. I said kick them over to me, Pele. My name is Jack, and you are... Natalie. Millionaire Dalton Voss's daughter is being held hostage by this man. Get down to Mexico, much? No, why? Because that's where we're headed. This is Chief Boyle. Get after that BMW! Domino's Pizza! You hurt my little girl, Hammer! I swear to God, I'll kill you myself! Why me? I go in for some cigarettes, and I wind up kidnapping the daughter of Dalton Voss. What are the odds? Whoa! Did you see that? That medical school truck is spilling out cadavers! Now that's disgusting. So you're gonna tell me why you're on the run? I was convicted of a crime I did not commit. Time to stop those little yuppie punks, Dale! Time to be heroes! I don't believe this. It's easy for us reporting this story to forget there's a very scared little girl inside that car. Do you have a girlfriend? No, I don't have a girlfriend. What kind of nut is this? You haven't been with a woman in a couple years. Things can get really messy now. So it's conceivable that you'd never be with a woman ever again, right? Right. What the hell is he swerving all over for? What are you doing? Falling in love with you. It's hard to tell just how far he's going to go with this, Bill.
The chase. Getting there is twice the fun. Welcome, you are tuned into Nostalgic Video and Cars, and I'm your show host, Robert. Running your computers in Google, TanTalk1340.com, and you can see us live here in the studio. Don't forget to check out our website, GolfstreamMotorsports.com, which, pause for a second, it is under construction because we're revamping our website. Don't forget, if you missed any of our past shows, you can Google Nostalgic Video and Cars. You can find our past shows, our 260 shows on our podcast, Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Don't forget to like us on Facebook. Do not forget to like us on Facebook as far as the, 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 I think I just went and Nostalgic Radio and Cars at Gulfstream Motorsports. And don't forget to check out our YouTube channels, right, Bobby? Subscribe to our YouTube channels. That's it. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. YouTube. I can't talk tonight. At any rate. Just let the Facebook do all the work for you. Just go to the Facebook and it's all there. It's all there. It's all there. Yeah, because, because taking the place of the uh, website just for a little while, just just until we get a brand new GolfStreamMotorsports.com that's going to be bigger, better, amazing. Better. It's going to be like a, another website that we're going to be revealing here in a. In oh a few yeah, months. yeah, yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute, Bobby. Why don't you go ahead and talk about Street Cruiser and the upcoming app? But we'll let's talk about the Street Cruiser website real quick for a minute. Well, you. The Me? listener, you the listener, yeah, and the show host, okay, can go to streetcruiserapp.com and you can be the car guy on that website and get all your car guy events and everything else that car guys like from that website. Um, so it's gonna, it has events, it has uh, classified, it has news, new, news, and everything, everything that the car guy wants to see on his computer. And here, and most, soon, what? Go ahead. And and most importantly, here, nostalgic radio oh, cars, a uh, podcast. Yes. <laughs> and soon, you'll get all that on the car guy's phone. There you go. Well, now, but first, focus on the because the apps in the process is in the works right now. Okay, that's something we've been working on with a good buddy of ours for quite some time. And but we the will website that when it's ready for your download from the app store. Yeah, the debut, which will be in two weeks before monterey and before woodward yes absolutely on google play and on the app store okay we'll go ahead and plug the uh, street cruiser real quick the website so yes streetcruiserapp.com streetcruiserapp.com and then uh, streetcruiserapp.com slash events will get you directly to the events page or you can search it by location by event by event type by a category any way you want to find car shows you can find them here on streetcruiserapp.com Finally, which basically means that if you are on the North Pole and you punch in a car show, a car show, if it's located somewhere between the North Pole and the South Pole, will pop up and it will give you a geographic pinpoint, tell you where you are and where you are in proximity to it because it will have a little satellite up there buzzing around in the outer space uh, telling you where and how long it will take you to get there. You know, this clock saying that I should be starting a song right now. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, hey, we're trying out something else here new in our, our radio show, which you've never done. In the five years that I've been doing this, Bobby finally talked me into doing a clock. So now we got a song coming up, and the song is, let's see, that sounds a little bit like... Deep uh, Purple. And Highway Highway Man. Star. Highway Star. We'll yeah, be back. Hey, you're tuning into Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Don't touch that dial.
This is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kirk at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. This is Robert from Nostalgic Video and Cars, here to tell you about Bellador's Pizza and Pasta, where the food is fresh, the sauce homemade, and the price is fantastic. They offer Chicago-style stuffed crust pizza, New York-style pizza, calzones, strombolis, pasta entrees, beer wine, and great desserts. They even make the bread fresh daily. Hey, they offer catering, and any order over 10 bucks, free delivery. So give them a call at 727-581-5000. Place your order now. They're located at 131 Clearwater Lager Road near downtown Largo. Or visit their website, belladorspizza.com. Hi, I'm Pat Simmons from the Doobie Brothers, and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. And we're back. You're tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Thanks, Pat. That is Pat Simmons, by the way, the lead guitarist and one of the founding members of one of the greatest rock and roll bands out of California, the Doobie Brothers. Hey, you are tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and we are super, super high energy tonight because there's a lot of stuff going on. One of the things we're going to be talking about in two weeks, less than two weeks, two weeks, is Monterey Car Week. It is by far, by far, the best automotive week in the country. And I pulled up the website, and it's like seven days of nonstop cool car stuff, you know. And uh, I think in a little bit we're going to have uh, probably a couple guys coming on from California in the Carmel area, and a couple cool car guys. And one of them is involved in one of the events that I attended a few years ago and last year, and it's called the Carmel Mission Classic. It's kind of a cool car show. As a matter of fact, Bobby, my son, was wearing a T-shirt from that event at uh, one of our local car shows here a couple days ago. But anyway, so we're going to have a couple guys on. And the Carmel Mission event, or the Carmel Mission Classic, basically, is a really cool kind of a exclusive kind of car show. They've got some amazing cars. They do have cars that are anything from Corvettes, MGAs. They might have Lamborghinis, Rolls Royces, Ferraris, Porsches, one-off cars, vintage race cars, all kinds of cool stuff. But you know what's really neat for those of us that are Catholic? The cars are blessed by the bishop. And that is a pretty cool event. Okay, now, a little history there. Carmel is, because I'm from originally from California, and uh, you hear me bragging about that all the time, which I do. And um, But when I was a kid, because we lived in the Bay Area, and Carmel is about uh, two hours south of San Rafael and the San Francisco area. So as a child, we used to go there all the time because Carmel is a really cool little quaint little town and uh, beautiful beach, okay? It's very woodsy, very natural, very... California Pacific Coast uh, landscape and everything like that. It's just a really neat area. And typically in California, if you live in the Bay Area, if you're familiar with the Bay Area, it's very kind of foggy a little bit in the morning and then about 10, 11 o'clock in the afternoon or in the morning, you know, the, the fog burns off and you just have beautiful, perfect days with perfect dry weather. It's perfect scenery. It's perfect roads. It's perfect weather for driving your cool, classic car. But anyway, the Carmel Mission Dinner has been around for hundreds and hundreds of years, okay? And as a kid, I used to go there and uh, that's where we used to go to church when we would visit uh, Carmel. So that particular event is kind of special to me. So with a little luck, we'll have a couple of the guys on, and we'll be talking about the Carmel Mission Classic. It's kind of a concourse show, and it's very, very nice. And they have probably about 50, 60 cars, so it's, it's, it's kind of an intimate type car show. It's pretty cool. Which, generally, car shows, you know, the, the smaller ones, they do very, very well at. And a big shout-out to my friends over at the Arizona Concourse because they're going to have a display there in Carmel. And it's pretty much everybody that is anybody of the who's who in the world will descend on Carmel. And Carmel is like, that's the car event that you have to go to on the West Coast. Okay, no different than over here on the East Coast. And a big kudos to Bill Warner, who does the Amelia Island Event And I just was reading in one of the magazines, a local publication, when I say local, local out of the state of Florida, uh, a good friend of mine, Tim Sutter, is the publisher for Motorsports Classic. Yeah, yeah Round uh, Classic Motorsports and Grassroots Motorsports. But it looks like for the first time, and Bill Warren has been trying for years and years and years, he's an avid I racer. Come here to chew bubblegum and kick. And I'm all out of bubblegum. 
And Bill Warner was all out of bubblegum. That's right. <laughs> so anyway, but we're going to have our first official SVR race, Vintage Road Race, in Amelia Island this year. That is absolutely spectacular. And uh, so we're looking forward to that. So basically, between uh, what Bill Warner's doing, what Mike Flynn's doing with his events now, because we're doing... Uh, man, I'm jumping all over the place here. I'm just so excited because there's so Tonight much... on Nostalgic Cars and Radios. It's No, it's Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Oh, yeah, that's right. Is she there? I think she's there. Hello? hello. There she is. Um, hello? <laughs> You're doing a great job, Bobby. So I'm jumping around. But anyway, go to the website, uh, Monterey Car Week, and you'll get an idea of some of the cool stuff that's going on that week. And um, But what's really cool is that Amelia Island is going to almost be the East Coast equivalent. And and short of the real estate and the really cool roads that they have in in the Carmel Valley out there, which is really scenic, especially the 17-mile drive, which goes right through uh, Carmel and goes... It's around Doohickey, yeah. It's around Doohickey. It goes north to uh, Monterey, and they're real close. They're only like 20 minutes away, okay? But anyway, this is really exciting news here that that, that Amelia Island is going to have a vintage road race. But, okay, so some of the other things that are going on is you have what they call the Little Car Show. You've got the Monterey Car Rally. Uh, not to mention the auctions, because you've got Meekum, you've got uh, Bonhams, you've got Rick Cole auctions, you've got the new auction, JR, you've got uh, Goodings auction, and, of course, my good buddy, Drew Alcazar at Russo. And uh, so they've got six, seven, uh, and then I think uh, the other one there is uh, RM Auction. They're going to be there as well. And so you got all the auctions, you get all the car shows, you got all the drives. You got uh, obviously on Tuesday, which is basically the kickoff event. That's when Doug Friedman does Concourse on the Ave in downtown Carmel. Absolutely stunning event. It's free. It's open to the public. You get a chance to see some amazing cars. These are the kind of cars that you really would pay serious money to go see if you went to Amelia Island or if you okay. went to. Boca. Okay. <laughs> if you went okay. to Boca or if you went to St. John's, which was just this past weekend up in Michigan, I mean, you see some first-class, unbelievable one-off cars, some exotic cars, some race cars. Yes, there's so many cars, I can't even name all the brands, but just, you know, kind of use your imagination there. Obviously, Ferraris and so on. But anyway, so I'm really excited about this. But then one of the other events that we're going to be working on, which I will be with uh, Hollywood Wheels and them, is the Works Reunion. The Works Reunion basically is a all-Porsche event that takes place on Friday. And that basically is kind of like, what started out as actually is Legends of the Autobahn, which was basically German cars, Porsches, Mercedes, Audis, BMWs, and so on. But Porsche kind of got in there and kind of made their own little Porsche Works Reunion, which is actually sponsored by Porsche Cars of North America and Porsche in Germany, Porsche AG, Gesellschaft, if you want to say it in German. But anyway, so now we're talking about doing a Works Reunion in Amelia Island. So now, Amelia Island typically started, let's say, like on a Thursday. Well, now we're going to have a, Friday, a Wednesday event, and then possibly a Tuesday event. And pretty soon, Amelia Island is going to be the East Coast equivalent of Monterey Car Week. And that, that, my friends, is exciting. Okay, and now with the races, wow. You know, that's pretty cool. Um, how are we doing in our time, Bobby? I'm sitting there. Are you crazy? I'm crazy. Well, here, I didn't get a chance to talk about, elaborate on this in a second, but uh, there's what they call in the radio world a clock which means you have so much time for talking, so much time for commercials, and so much time for music or whatever. So Bobby created this clock because we're in the process of trying to get, yes, big news, ladies and gentlemen, to get Nostalgic Radio and Cars syndicated. And so what, contact us through our website when it's up and tell us you want to syndicate us. Yeah, absolutely, with other radio stations. But in order to do that, we have to maintain a clock. And I like this clock so far because it keeps us from wandering off. <laughs> yeah, well, it keeps, yeah, I'm trying to keep me from wandering off. But you know how it is. I'm a little on the scatterbrain side sometimes. Or at least sometimes. me. <laughs> you. Okay. Well, you're doing a great job running the board up there because tonight, as usual, my son Bobby is the production engineer. So I think he's going to fire up something on the little turn them up table and then we're going to have a guest call up here in a little bit and then we don't even know where this conversation is going to go because we decided since we're going to do the clock and this is the first time this is our inaugural inaugural did i say that right clock night inaugural clocking clocking night that we're just going to have to kind of wing it and we didn't want to have necessarily a specific guest on because we might goof up so Hey, you tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We got a little Santana for you. Soul sacrifice. Soul sacrifice. Here on Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Yeah. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back.
I drive for you. You give me a time and a place. I give you a five-minute window. Anything happens in that five minutes, and I'm yours, no matter what. I don't sit in while you're running it down. I don't carry a gun. I drive. So you just moved to LA? No, I've been here for a while. What do you do? I drive for movies. Is that dangerous? It's only part-time. You put this kid behind the wheel. There's nothing he can't do. Dad, I want you to meet Mr. Bernie Rose. My hands are a little dirty. So am I. My husband is coming home. Where is he? He's in prison. There's some guys that want me to do a job for him, and I'm not going to do it. What is that you got there? One of those men gave you that? What's the job? When you get your money, his debt's paid. You never go near his family again. there'd be a second car? He said there would be another car to hold us up. Whose money do I have? I'm gonna tell you something. Anybody finds out we're both dead. That's why this driver's gotta go, Bernie. He's gotta go. Do you remember this? <gasps> no. <laughs> Any dreams you have or plans for your future, I think you're gonna have to put that on hold of your life you're going to be looking over your shoulder hey listeners this is robert from nostalgic radio and cars we all love to eat well i would like to tell you about my friends at the rib shack barbecue on west bay drive in downtown largo their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs chicken beef and pork or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kurt, at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. This is Robert from Nostalgic Video and Cars, here to tell you about Belladora's Pizza and Pasta, where the food is fresh, the sauce homemade, and the price is fantastic. They offer Chicago-style stuffed crust pizza, New York-style pizza, calzones, strombolis, pasta entrees, beer one, and great desserts. They even make the bread fresh daily. Hey, they offer catering, and any order over 10 bucks, free delivery. So give them a call at 727-581-5000. Place your order now. They're located at 131 Clearwater Largo Road, near downtown Largo. Or visit their website, belladorspizza.com. Hey everybody, this is Andy Powell, guitarist, Wishbone Ash, and you are listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Okay, we're back, and you're tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and I'm talking about some of the upcoming events in Monterey, and then kind of drawing a parallel here a little bit with uh, Amelia Island. So it's really, really exciting what's going to happen here for all us car fanatics here. Okay. And uh, <laughs> um, I got my latest issue here. I was talking about Tim Suttard, uh, who's the publisher of uh, Classic Motorsports and Grassroots Motorsports, which is actually right out of, uh, I think, Lakeland. No, not Lakeland. Um, might be Daytona, in that area. But anyway, I was uh, reading a little article here, and it was kind of a caption, and it was talking about a guy that says, learning from experience. I mean, this is kind of like uh, a little thing where what not to do. This guy, he was a racer, a vintage racer, and he guess he left his car sitting in a parking lot one night, or his car, truck, and trailer, his whole rig, and uh, came out the next day, and all of a sudden the trailer was open and there was no car in it. They actually tried to steal the whole thing, but they couldn't. So he's, he left a little, uh, couple little thingies here. He says, never park your trailer so that the drop-down door is exposed to an open area. That's a good, that's a good thing. You know, I mean, whenever you park your trailer, always, you know, back it up. Unless you're at a show, you know, it's one thing and you got to get your car out. But if you're leaving your car sit someplace overnight, not a good thing to do. You know, make sure you back it up against the wall or another vehicle that can uh, pull behind it. That's preferably somebody you know that you know is not going to leave the car um, vacant um, or unexposed. Unex okay, the second little thing was spend a little extra money and buy a good set of locks. Okay, oh yeah, very, very, very important. Okay, 
And uh, make sure you also put a lock, a keyed lock, on your hitch. Now, I know that for a fact because I always do that. Matter of fact, I can tell you I had my own little experiences where I had a pendle hitch in the back of my truck, and I used just uh, the clevis pin, and uh, one day I come out, and it was gone. How are we doing there, Bobby? Uh Who's uh, which one's Don's number here? Is this Don, Don's number? Is that anything? Is no, that, what? No, we're not gonna. I don't nope. think you can get. A, you can try and get a hold of him if you can, but uh, did you get a hold of Frank? Not yet. Not yet. Okay, we're still working on it. All right. So well, if they're out there. They're out there. They're, <laughs> well, let's see. The right time change. Uh, you know what? They're probably on the road and they're probably setting up or something like that. So well, uh, we'll just give it a shot. And while you're doing that, I'm gonna be busy rambling here because we came up with a backup plan. See, when Plan A doesn't work, you go to Plan B. If Plan B doesn't work, you go to C, D, E, F, and whatever the remaining letters are in the alphabet yeah something like that okay uh let's see what was the fourth thing another option is to yes buy a magnetic gps and throw that on your car and your trailer and your truck you know or you could just as easily leave your cell phone in there because it's got a built-in gps if they don't check it out the window but make sure when you do do this you hide it you put it in a secure spot so the average uh thief wannabe is not going to be able to find it um let's see what's the other one here when you park your trailer at uh, wheel chalk, lock. Well, that's a good idea. They're only a few bucks. They're not about 40, 50 bucks. Put one of those on there, too, so they can't take that out there. So basically, it's almost like, uh, what is it? You know, like when you go and you park someplace downtown and they basically wrap that thing around your wheel and your wheel, uh, you know, they can't uh, take your trailer because it won't roll around there in circles. Of course, if they're really talented, I'm sure if they have a set of uh, air tools and a spare, they can always take it off. But uh, that's that's an extreme case, and I think that would be kind of obvious. Okay, and then, of course, probably one of the more important things is, is make sure that where you park your rig, truck, and trailer, and the whole nine, make sure you pick yourself a good location. So, in other words, you don't want to go in the ghetto part of town. You definitely want to go in a good part of town where uh, you can at least have some peace and quiet when you're sleeping and not have to worry about, uh, you know, the prospects of somebody crawling around and liberating your car. So, anyway, uh, Grassy Sports is another article in here that I'm going to read about because it says Shelby's Legend. And uh, here's a quick story. And it was, uh, it's got a, a driving uh, impressions from Pete Brock and Chuck Cantwell. Now, Chuck Cantwell was in charge of the, who's a good friend of mine who will be coming on the show here soon. He was in charge of the GT350 program from its inception. And uh, Pete Brock obviously was one of the first, he was the third employee that worked for Carol Shelby. And um, he was the one that's responsible for designing the Daytona Coupe, which was the car that helped Carroll Shelby win the World Manufacturers Championship for an American company in 1965. And I think that has yet to be accomplished. So uh, anyway, so here's this article on this car. Well, I was reading the article, and the next thing you know, I started looking at the serial number on the car. And the serial number on the car was uh, 5R or, or 5S0003. Well, that got my attention and perked my ears up. And I'll tell you why. Because in 1970, no, 1970, 1997, my wife and I were up in uh, Lime Rock, Connecticut. And we were at a national Shelby convention. I can't remember which one it was, which number it was. But uh, they're every year. And they they kind of like, they, they could be in Nashville at a racetrack. They could be at Charlotte Motor Speedway. They could be Atlanta. They could be at uh and the Poconos is whether they're this year they could be Lime Rock they could be at Michigan they could be at uh um, they were at Riverside back in the day and they were at Fontana and I think they've been at Sears Point and Elkhart Lake and Road America and of course Laguna Seca so they're usually at a huge well-known racing facility because most of the guys that have Shelby's like to track their cars and obviously that's what Carol Shelby intended the cars to be used for is to be track cars so uh that's um, generally where the Shelby meets are. So we were at uh, Lime Rock in 1997. And, um, no, take it back, take it back, take it back. 1997 was at Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin. This was 1999. Very well be the stupidest person on the face of the earth. <laughs> uh, yeah, 1999. And uh, so in 1999, in fact, I think, would we go 1999? No, 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 no. That's wrong, too, because 1999 was Michigan. It was MIS. So it had to be... 96, that's what it was. 1996, so Bobby was born in 1997, right? Weren't you, Bobby? Hey, I was. Yeah, you were. Okay, so it was 1996, we were at Lime Rock. Man, that's a long time ago. That's almost 20 years ago. That's hard to believe. So anyway, so this guy by the name of Doug Richmond uh, <laughs> was driving the Shelby around, and since I didn't have a car there, because my car's still in the shop in pieces, 
a basket case, classic. But anyway, so I borrowed a helmet, and I was kind of bumming rides because uh, one of the things I like to do is I like to ride around in the car with people. So, you know, if somebody's driving on the track and there's a passenger seat that's uh, unoccupied, sometimes, you know, if you're nice enough and you ask the guy politely, you know, they'll let you go for a ride in the car. So this guy gives me a ride in his uh, Shelby. So while we're sitting there in the uh, staging lane, or I should say on the grid, uh, we start talking about his car a little bit. I said, wow, this is a really cool car. He says, yeah, you know, I'm thinking about selling it. You know, uh, I got a couple other cars that I'm working on, and I basically have a restoration shop, and I'm out of Delaware. And I go, really cool. And I said, what's your name? He says, Doug, what's your name? I said, Robert. All right. So we kind of remained friends for a while. So as the story goes, you know, he said, I didn't know this when I bought the car, but the serial number is 003. And I said, really? I said, well, that's a third 65 Shelby made. He says, yeah, but you know what? It's the first race car Shelby made. So this was actually, I don't want to say the prototype, but as near as I can tell, 5S, 003 was the first Shelby uh, track car, kind of like a pilot car. This is the one that they did a lot of the experimentation with. So, but the car was never butchered. Okay, so it wasn't it wasn't really an R model or anything like that, but it was kind of put together with uh, you know the intentions of uh, let's see if this works, let's see if that works. You know, they're playing around with scoops and and front air dams and and suspension and motors and all kinds of stuff. So, anyway, long and the short of it, Doug offered me that car for sale at the time for 45 grand, which I thought was a lot of money. And I'll never forget that. And the car was in really, really nice shape. And he even said, for as, for as old as this car is and for as much as this car has been used and abused, the fact that it's still in as great shape that it was at the time, unrestored, okay? I think it had a paint job or two or something like that and banged up. And it was a track car at one point in time, too. Somewhere between the time that it left the Shelby factory and the time that... You know, it had numerous owners. Um, it it had been tracked, which is fine. You know, and uh, so no, I passed on it. I think because I had my heart set on, I don't know something else. I think I, at the time, yeah, I had a '66 Hertz race car that I was getting ready to build, and I just really didn't want uh, another Shelby. What I was really saving my pennies for was an AC Cobra. And, of course, in 1995, 1996, 1997, the market had tanked quite a bit. So let's say, for example, in 1989, 90, the market for a nice Shelby might have been, let's say, 50000 bucks, and a nice Cobra was 300000 Well, by mid-95, 96, the market has just really fell off. You could buy a nice Shelby for you know 25 20 grand 30 grand i mean they were still down they had dropped 50% and a 427 cobra went down from 3 400,000 down to like 150 160 170 just a hair under 2 and you could buy a real life bonafide 289 cobra for under 100 grand so i was wheeling and dealing and trying to get uh, you know to that point where i could buy one of those cars and you know as fate would have it I never did because I started screwing around with Porsches and some other junk, and I got sidetracked and went here and went there. And then, of course, Bobby was born, and then family took priority. And uh, so, no! <laughs> so anyway, but I am very thankful for what little bit I have, and I'm more than thankful for my precious son, Bobby. You're a great kid there, buddy, and doing a good job tonight. Care for some gopher? <laughs> Anyway, that's from the movie. What was that movie? Uh, oh, brother, where art thou? Oh, brother, where art thou? But anyway, so uh, if you get a chance, pick up the latest edition of Grassroots Motorsports. Grassroots. Classic Motorsports. And read the article that uh, Pete Brock and uh, Chuck Hantwell put together on a 65 Shelby. Great, great, great story. And they got some good, good photography in there. I mean, they're out there lighting this thing up. As a matter of fact, in 1995, I was at the National Shelby Convention, which was in Atlanta. And that was the first time I had an opportunity to meet Pete Brock. He was there signing autographs, and uh, that was a lot of fun. He was pretty cool. The first time I met Chuck Cantwell was at 1997, was at uh, Lime Rock. Matter of fact, him and I were standing out there. Quick story. They're all quick, right? Uh, quick story. We were standing at Lime Rock. Now, what people don't realize, or not Lime Rock, at uh, Road America in Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin. And what people don't realize, that's tornado country up there, right? And I've never seen a tornado. I've always heard about them, and I'm sure many of you have, and there might be a few of you listeners out there that have actually seen one. But one thing that became very, very clear is when you see a very, very dark, greenish-black cloud or field of sky coming towards you, that's a big clue that you better run for cover, okay? We didn't hear any weird noises, but I know that a couple hours earlier, I was heading, I was coming back from, uh, from uh, what's the capital of uh, Wisconsin? Bobby, do you know offhand? Green Bay, that's it. I was coming back from Green Bay, and I was heading down to Sheboygan, which is just to the opposite side, a couple of miles west, uh, west of uh, or east of uh, Elkhart Lake. And uh, 
I was coming back and I was listening on the radio and they're talking about tornado warnings, tornado sightings, tornadoes actually taking place. And they're naming off, you know, uh, uh, neighborhoods and cities and villages and stuff like that. Well, of course, I'm not familiar with that area. And this is back in the 90s, so we didn't have GPS and phones and all that cool devices that we have nowadays. So I was basically just kind of like going, oh, crap, where is this? So I was looking in the sky. Yeah, the paying customer. Right. I was just looking at the sky, and I could see in my rearview mirror that it was getting pretty doggone dark behind me, right? But it was a ways away, and it looked like it was going in a different direction. So I, I really wasn't too worried. But anyway, so needless to say, I got back to uh, Elkhart Lake, and we were having a big shinding at the racetrack with the Shelby Club. And uh, so they had they were having this, it was like on a Friday night, and they were having a big banquet dinner. And so and it, was, it was held outside, and it was in a tent. And... The racetrack is a beautiful racetrack. I think it's four-and-a-half-mile racetrack. But there's one little section there, which they typically have at most racetracks, is you either have so that, so that you don't interfere with the races. They always tend to build like, these tunnels. So all the transporters, all the cars, all the service vehicles just can run underneath the tunnel, which they now have at Daytona. In the old days, you had to actually go in before the race or after the race. They had a small tunnel at one end, which is where we drove our cars, which literally was, looked like these little round tunnel tubes, okay? And we used to joke about those back in the day. But uh, nowadays, uh, they got this big giant tunnel there. Well, this is what they had at Elkhart Lake. Well, Chuck Cantwell and I were standing in line. We were talking a little bit, and by then we had finally got our food, but it was looking pretty nasty, and the wind was kicking up pretty bad. So I said to Chuck, I said, you know what? I think we might want to go uh, stand under the tunnel here where it's relatively safe. So him and I started walking over there, and we were the first couple of guys that were underneath the uh safely what we thought in the tunnel right and then suddenly some other people came over they caught the idea and then a few more people and a few more people suddenly it just got windy and like all hell broke loose and just wind went everywhere right so everybody's huddling underneath there we got doused with a bunch of rain but it was only a matter of maybe a few minutes right but once we all came out of the tunnel and we went up to the top where the track was and where the uh, where the actual banquet was taking place everything had been blown apart water was everywhere everything was waterlogged everything Listen. was soaked <laughs> yeah, that too. And the tent was knocked down. I mean, it was a disaster, you know. Fortunately, nobody was hurt. Everybody was smart enough to get underneath there. It was just a shame that the food got destroyed. So, But anyway, more on that story at another event. I think we got our special guest on the, on the uh, line, right? The gentleman by the name of Frank. Let me tell you a little bit about Frank. Frank's a pretty cool guy. Uh, he organizers the Carmel Mission Classic, okay? He's also a former law enforcement agent, a police officer. He's also an author. And he's also got a book to his credit, and the book's called From Hell to Hail Mary. But you know what we're going to do? We're going to have Frank on another time. We're going to go through the whole deal. But for right now, he's going to come on the show, and he's going to tell us a little bit about what him and the rest of the boys are doing in Carmel. Frank, are you there? Yeah, I am. We're uh, here in Carmel, California, doing Carmel Garage Guys Night. And we've got a hell of a display of cars. We've got a Cheetah, a 250 uh, Ferrari, a 365 GTB, and a 32 Street Rod, a couple of Corvettes. And it's wild. Wow. Now tell us a little bit how this, how you guys get together and you do these garage nights. I like that. That's a cool concept. We, you know, we started uh, hanging out in my garage with six people over potato chips and beer a couple of years ago. And then we said, well, yeah, we got to do this on a regular basis. So we did that. And lo and behold, it got crazy. Now we got 25 guys and caterers and uh, the whole nine yards. And But it's neat because it's an eclectic mix of cars. We've got everything from a 58 Pontiac station wagon to a Cheetah, to a 365 GTB Ferrari. Uh, so you name it, it's here. Wow, that's pretty amazing. So how many members in your club? Uh, we got 25, and we call Carmel Garage Guys. And it's just, you know, interesting cars, interesting stories. And uh, speaking of interesting stories, when I was an L.A. cop many years ago, I've been retired for a while, uh, I pulled a guy over in a 62 Impala SS convertible, and I said, the reason I'm stopping you is because I'd like to buy the car from you. <laughs> you know, guy, he was like, he started laughing, I started laughing, he says, well, you know, I'm not ready to sell it, but let me, let me, you know, give me your, your card. So a couple of years later, he calls me and says, I'm 90 years old, I'm too old to drive, why don't you come and get this thing? And I did. And uh, <laughs> so, you know, kind of an interesting story. Um, good way to meet people and meet cars. You know, I gotta imagine. I I I gotta wonder what the what's going through the guy's mind when you pull him over. Now you've you've yeah, been known well, to do you've been known to do that on a couple of instances. Tell about the Porsche uh, deal. Yeah I, yeah, I have. In fact, the sergeant said, "Hey, you going to do some police work or just pull old people over in cars and try to buy them?" We'll throw a little police work in there while while we're working at it. But you know, if, you know, we I tell the people, "Hey, you know what? Uh, I'll give you fair money for what it's worth," and and you know. 
uh, it, it, it was just a, it was just really funny. And people say, you know, I'd like the car to go to uh, you know a policeman and, and, and somebody who's really interested in cars. They still got the car, and uh, you know, it's just just that deep, little bit of a nostalgia. People and cars. Well, tell us about your cars. You got what? You have a sixty a mid year Corvette, and you got a sixty nine Z twenty eight, right? I, I do. Yes. Okay, and uh, and you're a former Woodstock. Uh, alumni, aren't you? <laughs> well, you know what? I lived in New York back in the day, and I went to Woodstock in 1960. I had no idea it was going to be a hippie fest. The only reason I went because my buddy wanted to go, and he had a 69 Mustang Mach 1. So I said, I told him, I said, if you let me be a wheel man, I'll drive up. I don't want to go to some hippie festival. It's not my bag. But if you let me drive, I'll go with you just to hang out. So I drove, and we did, and uh, <laughs> it was like a pagan pig farm more than anything else. All it did was rain, and uh, it was not what it was cracked up to be. Well, but, I was... Uh, go ahead. Yeah, but then, anyway, you have to read the book to find out the rest of the chapter on Woodstock. There's a chapter yeah. on Woodstock. Well, I, I played a little Santana for you because they played Soul Sacrifice at, uh, at Woodstock in 1969, so I did that to commemorate you because I knew you liked right. that old right. kind of music. Hey, tell us a little bit about the Mission Classic. Okay, the Carmel Mission Classic is, is uh, in Monterey. It's actually Carmel during Car Week. The Carmel Mission is 300 years old. And Father Juniper Sarah is buried there. So, uh, actually, it's a very special year. Uh, the show was put on by the Knights of the Columbus of, of uh, the Carmel Mission. And we raised quite a bit of money, and all the net proceeds go to charity. And it's a really unique event, because Bishop Richard Garcia actually does the blessing of the cars. So we bring in a, a really spirit, a spiritual component. You know, like I tell people, there's something for the body, something for the soul. We have half a dozen wineries pouring wine. We have some caterers. Uh, making some great food, but really the the, the, the spiritual aspect, you know, uh, there's cars which are objects of ego and transportation and objects of art, and here they are being used to, uh, you know, help others. That's so great. Look at Carmel, CarmelMissionClassic.org is the website. It's a great event, and you know, most car shows are held in golf, are in golf courses. Uh, here you are at a 300-year-old mission. You got the history. You know, uh, the, the wives usually don't like to sit in a car show all day in a parking lot or a, or a golf course. Well, here they can roam around the mission, the many museums, and uh, just something for everybody. Excellent. Excellent. Now, tell us about some of the cars. How many cars usually show up at this event? Okay, you know what? Can I let you hold on for one second? Sure. I'm going to let you, the guy that, that's hosting this thing. Okay, sure. Hey, in case you just tuned in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, we've got some friends of ours in Carmel, California. They're going to be telling us about their special event that's going on in two weeks at the Carmel Mission, uh, 300-year-old mission in California. So. Uh, okay, this is my good friend Mark, who's hosting the, 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 the uh, garage party this year. He's got some fabulous cars, one of which is a Cheetah, and he'd like to say hello and tell you a little bit about them. Sure. Hey, hey how you doing there, buddy? Hi, this is Mark Bowen. How are you? Pretty good. So tell us about, uh, well, are you, are you involved in the uh, the Carmel Mission event as well? I am. Okay. In fact, I'm really looking forward to it. It's a great event, and uh, last year I, I was uh, uh, Friday Daytona in it. I'm going to end up, this year I'm going to put the Cheetah, the Bill Thomas Cheetah, in the in the show. Super. That's an extremely rare car, and, and even though I'm a Ford guy and a Shelby guy and a Boss guy and a Cobra guy, I respect the Cheetah because that was one fast car when it came out. Well, I'll tell you, if Chevrolet had been behind them like uh, like Ford was behind uh, Carroll Shelby, their their things may be may rewritten history. <laughs> tell us a little bit about your Cheetah. Uh, it's uh, the last one built, the only one built in 1966. It's uh, been at Pebble Beach. It's a low mile car, probably has 1,200 miles. It's the, definitely the nicest unrestored Cheetah in, in the in the universe. And uh, it's I chased it for 28 years. Wow. Trying to buy a car. And then back, finally in 2005, the fellow in Ohio sold, sold it to me. He was the first owner, owned it two years, second owner, owned it for, what, 30 some years. And then I bought the car. That's great history. Was, uh, what color is it? It's red. Red, okay. Has that car been featured in magazines? It has. It's been in Automobile Quarterly. It's been in uh, Octane Magazine. And and uh, it's been in a lot of you know other publications. Excellent. I, Go ahead. You know, I'm going, I'm going to have to run. I've got about 30 guys here, and I've got to kind of, they've got some questions on, on, on these cars that are out here. Okay, well, if anybody else wants to chime in for a few minutes and tell us about the really cool cars, be sure and uh, hand them the phone. 
I will. That sounds great. It it sounds great. Let me see where we got to find this where Frank is. Here he is. This second. Oh, by the way, I just got an email from one of my uh, avid listeners, and I stand corrected. The capital of Wisconsin is Madison, Wisconsin, not Green Bay. Green Bay's where the what's that football team called? Uh, the Packers. That's it. And uh, so anyway, so I stand corrected there. Which hey. It's it's live radio, so anything's possible. Frank, are you there? Who else you got there uh, hanging around in the garage? I feel like a good buddy of mine named Ed Greco, who's really made the Carmel Mission Classic what it is. Okay. He's a fabulous illust- uh, automotive illustrator, and he's also one hell of a car guy. Ed Greco, I'm going to put him on. Ed, are you there? Is this Ed? I'm here. Ed, how you doing? Yes. I'm doing great. Who am I talking to? My name is Robert. I'm the host of Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and you're talking to somebody live in Cal- uh, well, an original Californian trapped in Florida. How about that? Where about in Florida? I love Florida. Uh, we're in Clearwater, near Clearwater Beach, Florida, on the West Coast. On the West Coast. Okay. I got good friends in Key Biscayne. We go back a couple of times a year and visit them. Yeah, that's way... That's Every time I need a tropical fix, I go to Florida. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Be sure and come during hurricane season, because you'll definitely get the fix. Yeah, I- yeah, there you go. I can, I can, I can do it without the hurricanes and the mosquitoes. I'll, I'll... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, Ed, tell us about your cars. What do you got? Oh, I got a, I've got a Ferrari uh, uh, 360. I've got a Porsche. I've got a Corvette. And I uh, I have, a, a, a right now, in the restoration, a 1955 uh, Jaguar XK140 drop hit. Wow. That is going to be... Uh, that that that's going to be ready for showtime probably in another year. Okay, next well, year, next year during Car Week. Okay, well, it sounds like you've got an eclectic car uh, collection of cars there. Tell us about the Porsche. Porsche is just a driver. That's a that's a uh, it's a Carrera Four. That's oh. my daily driver. What year? Uh, two thousand one. Oh, two thousand one. Okay, so it's a nine nine six. Right? Are you going to be at the Works reunion? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, well, are you, are, you, are you guys coming out for this? Absolutely. Twist my arm. <laughs> you know, you know, you know that this is the greatest car collection, car show in in in, in all of the world. Yes, I I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. You know that, uh, and and, uh, and the, you know the the the, uh, the Ferrari thing is a is a year later. It was supposed to be last year. They had a conflict, so it's going to be in 2015 rather than 2014. So it should be a good show because everybody's chafing us a bit. Okay. Now, um, uh, Frank said you're an illustrator. Uh, define il- illustrator. Is that, do, do I assume you're, you're an artist? Yes. I, I, I do. Well, I, I was in the marketing business for years. I had an advertising agency. I did a lot of commercial illustrating. But since I've retired, I do car paintings. Oh. And, and uh, so I did a lot of stuff with... My main interest is the old stuff, you know, mm-hmm. 20s and 30s vintage cars in situ, you know, coming through the, the racing scenes and all that stuff. So, But I, I got involved, I do an art show for this, uh, for the uh, Carmel Mission show, and uh, as part of the display for the show, I, I have uh, a lot of car paintings on display, and uh, so I donate a... a uh, the poster each year as a as a you know as a fundraiser for the because it's all a good cause. All of the uh, all of the proceeds go to the to the Knights of Columbus and they distribute it to worthy charities. So the whole thing is all good good fun and and uh, it goes to a good cause. Well, that's great. Yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Well, I hope you were uh, Frank uh, obviously is told to come by for the Wednesday show. Absolutely, I plan yeah. on being there. Well, when you when you're there, come by, look me up. I'll be I'll be I'll be there with the you know with the the art show portion, and I will look forward to meeting you. Absolutely, then you can give me an autograph poster. How about that? I would do that. Super, super. Maybe even two. Okay, it's good. I get one from my. And, and, and you can and you can bid on the uh, you can bid on the original art. Okay, there we go. We can try that. We can try that. We'll help bump it up a little bit. We know all about all auctions. Right. <laughs> All right. Hey, Frank. Uh, it's good to talk to you. I'm going to give you back to Frank. You have a great one, and, and uh, this is good. I, I, I like this kind of intercontinental or, or, or international, whatever this is. <laughs> Nationwide radio experience. Okay. Hey, Frank, are you. Nationwide. 
Frank, we're just about out of time. We're up against the clock. Hey, I want to thank you very much for taking the time out and telling your buddies. Yeah. You know, we need to do this again sometime. You game? Yeah, give me a call and we'll, when you come out here. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss getting you into the event and maybe you'd like to, uh, you know, do some MC for us. I'd, I'd love to do that. I would be honored to do that. Now, what's the name of your local club? It's the the Carmel the Carmel, Carmel Garage Guys. The Carmel Garage Guys. There was never a happy hour we didn't like. There we go. Hey, I want to thank I want to thank my good friends out in Carmel, my new best buddies, the Carmel Garage Guys, for uh, hanging out with us here at Nostalgic Radio and Cars. In the meantime, I want all my listeners to tune in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars every week between 7 and 8 p.m. Okay, for the most legendary and fascinating names in motorsports. Don't forget to check out our website, GulfstreamMotorsports.com, and like us on Facebook. Also, check out Monterey Car Week, where you can see all the stuff online, and... We'll see you some of the car shows. In the meantime, everybody, stay safe, drive carefully, love your family. She get high. She get high. I don't mean to be telling tales out of school, but there's a fella in there who'll pay you $10 if you sing into his can. Downtown Dave. I'm not here to make a record, you dumb cracker. They broadcast me out on the radio. WTAN, Clearwater, Tampa Bay. WDTF, Dade City, Tampa Bay. WZHR, Zephyr Hills, Tampa Bay. Listen. You dumb cracker. Oh, yeah!